Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So. All right, y'all. What's happening? It is Tuesday. It's another great day for the Music Lounge. We got the brother DJ Mike L up in here. We got, of course, the queen herself, the blend princess of bed DJ Big Body. We have uh, Joe Mac. Uh, I think that's his name, right? Oh, Joe Storm, my bad brother. I apologize, Joe Storm. And we got Mr. Dooley in the building. And then we have a special guest all the way from LA. Salute to this brother from a whole... Well, there you go. I, <laughs> I don't have to give him a whole interview. I mean, it break intro. Go ahead, brother. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, brother. I am um, Dinky Womack from the, as they say, the the Womack clan. All right. <laughs> so from the, from from being the last generation of it with the music, right? Are you the last of the generation? No, you know, I, I think it's. Um, I think there'll always be, um, you know musicians and performers probably in the family but it's more dispersed than it was because at one point that was the only family business right you know everyone was in the music we were we were producing and there were uh like my dad my uncles they were writers and producers and my aunt was a artist and my cousins producing so we, we were all producing so but now like the the next generation they're spread out they're like corporate people but there are still those that that play music okay and so do you find it hard kind of coming from that to get your own like shine with, with that big shadow of being from the womack brothers and uh, womack and womack and so on and so like it's a lot it's a lot that's been going bobby womack yeah it, it's 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 not hard um because we started out as they started out, you know, they they started out as as performers. We started out as musicians and producers, and they evolved into producers and writers. And we evolved into, you know, what we are now artists because we went through the producing and the writing first. Okay. So that sense. yeah, so it, it it cleared out because when I started um, doing artistry. There was no one. They were, man. They were, you know, they were pretty much on that retirement side, and and you know, up in age and passing away, leaving the business open, or leaving the artist part open. So, because we used to talk about, like maybe if we could do like like a, a like Jacksons did that uh, 
you know, the victory tour, something like that, where it was all and Eddie Levert and and Gerald and and the Sons. We wanted we all, we wanted to do something like that, but it never it never happened. You know, all of us, you know, sudden they were gone. And so yeah. uh, I know that you you're going to be dropping something new, right? Called the uh, the final Valentinos. No, no, no. The the my last album was the last Valentino. I mean the last. I apologize. The last Valentino. <laughs> but I think <laughs> I, I, you know what? Actually, that was two albums ago because it was the last Valentino, and then the album after that was uh, uh, Mr. Womack, twenty twenty one, and this new album is called Well Magical, which oh. drops May twenty seventh. There's some singles out there now, but the full album drops May twenty seventh on all major platforms. All major platforms worldwide. Check it out, Binky Womack. Y'all better check them out. Definitely. Is there yeah, anybody yeah. in the room that want to start it off, or y'all want me to keep going? How y'all feel? Well, you can keep going, interviewing him, and then turn it over to us. Oh, oh. So then I won't be saying nothing. Y'all will cut me off. Got you. Let's <laughs> go. I'm with you. <laughs> well, we use this time to enjoy because I'm excited to have you here. Definitely, Thanks. and it's a treat. Um. Okay. So. Oh wow. Hold on. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, with that being said, um, you are also a guitarist and you do session guitars, uh, guitar. So who have you worked with that have came through that you, you know what I'm saying? That the names, I'm pretty sure they come for you. You don't have to yeah. go to them. Well, you know, when I first, that was my entry entry in. I mean, that was like my entry level job okay. as a guitar player, you know. So I played with with so many different people, so many different records, because when I was when I was coming up, my uncles were producers. So my uncle was producing like uh, Teddy Pendergrass, or you know, Bloodstone, or working with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, my best friend was uh, was Trey Lude, who was George Clinton's son. So we played on everything, you know what I mean? And then uh, as I was producing, um, people didn't even know I played guitar because it was more of just, you know, I was making beats for like Tupac or Snoop or somebody. And when the opportunity came, someone needed a guitar player. It's like it's like that NWA when they said, hey, man, we need a drummer. And Yella said, man, I can play the drums. It was kind of like that. So I've been in session where he said, man, we really need a guitar player for this thing. And I was like, I play guitar. He's like, no, man, we need a guitar player. And I said, man, come on. And I play guitar. And they said, wow, man, I didn't even know you could play guitar, you know, especially play like that. So it was that was the first thing that got me in the music industry. So you know, I've played, I've been on, you know, play records for uh, Babyface or just, just anybody who, you know, sometimes needs guitar parts. Sometimes people just send you a song and say, hey, man, can you put some guitar on this? Mm -hmm. you know, played on Prince Records or just everybody, because I've been around for so long. Bonnie Ray, Shaka Khan. Mm. Uh, Resume. Yeah, yeah. Most, most talking. Yeah, so I, I played a lot of guitar on a lot of records. That's dope. So are you a, a play by ear or you actually like study music theory and all that stuff? I didn't study music theory, but I know how to read because I play other instruments. So, but it's not like I've ever been in a session where someone put down a sheet music. You okay. know what I mean? Not that sort of guitar player. Like, uh, you familiar with Norman Whitfield? Mm. 
Anybody in the chat? Yes, yes, they are. Okay, no, no, Whitfield. He he was the producer. He was he was he was mainly like the first guy that was like L.A. and Babyface, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis. Okay, you know. I know. So I played for all those guys, and I played for Norman too. I mean, he wrote like "Heard It Through the Grapevine" and oh, okay. you know all the Temptations records, and he wrote "Car Wash" and. Oh, uh, okay, he, okay. So he was still active until until he passed away, and he would call me to play guitar on stuff. So, okay, okay. Yeah. And so, which one do you prefer more of? Would you prefer being the guitarist and the, the production side, or you like getting in there and singing and getting everybody moving with the dancing and stuff? You know, I like I like to do I like to perform. I don't know if my music gets people dancing. You know, it, it might be some a little bit of two yeah, stepping in there, but yeah, yeah <laughs> but it, it's more like it, it, it's more like I don't know, geared towards women or you know that right. sort of sort of thing like that. But yeah, I prefer um, e either one is fine. It's like, but but you don't get the um, when you're when you're the artist, you get all of the uh, attention, whether it's good or bad. Like, but I I did records for like Usher or TLC, nobody know. You know what I mean? You do the record, you walk away, and you just wait for whatever happens, the checks to come or not come. But when you're the artist, you get to hear, you know, someone's interpretation of, you know, whatever they want to say about you. Well, Vicky Womack is good, but, or Vicky Womack is great. I think he's the best Womack ever, or, you know, or whatever they say, you know, it's an opinion. So you have to live with all of that. I could do without all that, but that's part of, the game, you know what I mean? It's just like if you miss the touchdown pass or if you catch it, everybody loves you or hates you based on that. Understood. That's dope. So working with everyone that you've worked with, who haven't you worked with that you wouldn't mind actually coming across? Maybe somebody of the 2000 generation. You know, I was thinking about getting back into that. You know, Snoop has this, uh, you know, this new death row. So everybody's kind of getting geared with getting their beats and stuff ready to see what's gonna what's what's gonna happen there. So I'm looking for something different in the future. You know, I, I still produce like that was my first thing, you know, producing rap acts. because uh, it, it was it's easy to do. You just come with a, a, a you come with a track, you know, I'd have I'd have like a hundred tracks at a meeting. Mm. So if you go into a meeting with a hundred tracks, fifty tracks. You know, chances are you're gonna get three records, two or three records on the album. And if people are listening, you know, in the room, there's other rappers that are gonna want tracks. So, you know, you pitch into the one guy and you may walk off out of that meeting with like, you know, six or seven projects. Mm. So with this, with this thing, you know, getting dialed back up, we're looking forward to that, you know, looking forward to doing some um, you know, some more uh just modern urban stuff. Okay. And do you work with like independent artists? Do you have like a budget for them maybe? Or you do basically through, you know, like the industry work? Usually, um, if I take on an independent artist myself, then we absorb all the budget, you know, because we have facilities, we have studios, we have, oh, okay. you know, companies set up. But if someone hires you, it's just pretty much based on their budget, what someone is can pay or willing to pay. You know, and it's it's changed a lot uh, lately with streaming and everything because I, I remember we used to get paid like 50,000, 60,000. That was just like regular right. to do one one record. Now it's like, you know, people want you to do the record, 
they don't know if the record's gonna make the album. <laughs> so it's just like, there is so much now, you kind of just do stuff to do it. And if something sticks, it sticks. Cause you know, it's just, things are, things are different. Have you ever had something that you made that didn't make somebody else's project, but somebody else picked it up and used it that maybe you could name drop just maybe? Yeah, there, there's been a, there's, there's been uh, a lot of things like that. But I mean, I'd have to think. Uh, just one, just one. It don't matter who it is. There was a there was a chant. There was a, a a record once we did for um for R. Kelly, because when R. Kelly was hot, everyone every label wanted the R. Kelly sound. Of course. So they were like, "Can you do a record that's like R. Kelly?" You know. Right. So um, we did this record and the company ended up signing the dude who's, it sounded so much like R. Kelly or whatever, that they ended up signing the, the guy that was singing the demo and just forgot all about R. Kelly. I guess maybe the label was was having problems with him at the time or whatever, and, and they just figured they could, you know, take the next act, this guy from unknown status, and then make him, you know, the next thing. Okay. So and, there's always those things so that that's normal in the industry pretty much that that happens for producers where their music don't make one but somebody else gets it in oh yeah yeah there's 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 always big records that and it's not because someone turns it down because they don't think it's a a, a good record but they may think it's not suitable for them and their image okay you know what i mean like like the last record uh, one of my last singles, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, it's called Vitamin B. Okay. So it's an R&B record, and it's kind of like, uh, uh, I guess, Silk Sonic or something like that, okay. where it's got certain elements of, of hip hop or whatever in it. And, and the cat that was writing with me, he he's a, he's a writer for um, like Belle Biv DeVoe and, and New Edition, all those type of cats. And he was like, man, we should call this record Vitamin D. You know putting a spin on it like you know and i was like man i that's that my image i can't be telling women they need the d you know what i mean because <laughs> then i'm gonna have to take that flag everywhere i go so it's not like the record wasn't good you might just pass on it because you 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 see something some type of conflict in the future with it so, but the record i said well if we if we flip the record make it vitamin b i can say you need some binky in your life versus she needs this like you know right. what i mean so. <laughs> I understand. I understand. But that's fine. You know, either way, both ways, like, yeah, that's good for the ladies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, but you know, there's women that will be just telling you everywhere you go, like, oh, you think all a woman needs is this and It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to fight that battle across America everywhere I go, you know? Right. So, so well, that's, you've been in it long enough. I can tell that you think before you act. So do you feel that artist development and things like that? helps an artist become better than just their no man artist. because like now it's just like at water it's like these cats aren't developed that's why you see so much going on you know what i mean there was a time and you probably can relate to this that if you went backstage that was a place where you was like you know i'm safe back here right. <laughs> you know what i mean but right. now you go backstage and, and, and it'll be like worse than than being not backstage, you know, you see these things, cats getting stabbed backstage, cats getting shot at, you know, this group fighting that group. And yeah, so artist development is out the window. Um, 
the labels are face are, are, are just chasing numbers. You know what I mean? If you just pop viral with nothing and you've never had any type of uh, musical uh, interactions, you can you can be a star. They used to take all that edge off of you. You know what I mean? Before yeah. anyone would deal with you, because, you know, I cats have sent me records. I'll be like, man, I, I don't know if I want to deal with these cats. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> because everybody in the whole crew is strapped up. They got guns in the video. And it's like, you know, they riding hard. And it's like, I don't want, you know what I mean? You have to pick your own poison. You have, to, you have to choose your poison. So I think our artist development is out the window. It is what it is. If, uh, you know, if, if some cats happen, they just happen. And, and you know, they, uh, they find their way while while the success is going on now. So do you think with all the, every everybody loves controversy these days. I remember Master P used to say, controversy don't sell, controversy music don't sell. Mm-hmm. But now it does. But do you feel media training is needed for the artists at least? Well, it's it, you have to learn, you know what I mean? It depends what works because something may work like for someone and it's not gonna work for the next guy. And then you have to just deal with. Uh, I don't. I think you just have to find your way through it because whatever it is you do is like a magnet. You know what I mean? If if you're a hustler on the streets and you you hustling your videos and music and then you 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 know you get that you get that whole element everywhere you go. You know what I mean? If you go to Memphis, those cats are there waiting for you. If you go to Alabama, you come to L.A. You know what I mean? And same thing if you if you're singing like Babyface, you're gonna you're gonna track that wherever you go. Those are gonna be people there. They're gonna be you know upscale, uh, you know, uh, dressed well at the concert. Nobody's gonna get shot or stabbed or you know killed possibly. You know, but there's there's certain concerts they just had one here in L.A. and everybody was there. And I remember Bone Thugs, they were here and they called me and they were like. Man, you coming in the show? And I was like, man, I ain't going nowhere near that show. <laughs> and that's when uh, the cat was killed in the parking lot, which was backstage. Wow. Mm. Well, I'm sorry to hear that for that fella and for that to happen at that event. Yeah, so, man, it was just, I mean, everybody was on that show. So it was like, wow, it, it was crazy. Everybody was here. And so is there any rap event that you would go to where you would feel safe? Maybe like some LL? Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go to some LL. I mean, I think LL did something. He just got uh, inducted in the Hall of Fame or something, and he was doing a show. And yeah, it was just, it was at the amphitheater, nothing happens, no incidents. Cause you know, those like, those, it's a certain crowd that's gonna turn out to see those people too. It's like if uh, Sugar Hill was performing and it was right. Roxanne, Roxanne was on the, Bill versus, you know, YG and um, uh, the game and some other people, you would say, okay, well, you know, I would love to go to the show, you know, and see these cats live, but, you know, I'm just going to catch the, you know, the video. I'm going to sit this one out. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of videos, how about video shoots? Do you would you do any cameos, or do you feel those aren't safe either for the rap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I do those because those those are those are controlled environment type events, Ex- unless you uh, you know you doing a different a certain type of video where you you know you deep in the hood. I know 
cats that I roll with that may be shooting something that, no, I'm not going to go to the video shoot for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's liable to get sprayed, you know, and. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Those sort of things just, you know, kind of happen. But yeah, most uh, video shoots and stuff is controlled environment. You know what I mean? You're in a place, it's, the crew is there and you, it's locked down. It's not like anybody can just roll up and be like, what's going on here? You know? Right. So how did COVID affect you doing but the performing and the studio session time and all that stuff, did it hit you hard or did you it, do it? No, it didn't, hit, it didn't hit me hard because I own, I own my own studios. Mm. And, um, you know, there's people that wanted to come in. It, it affected them because it was like, you know what I mean? It was at one time it was real serious. You know what I mean? Everything was shut down. Like you say, video shoots went from like, uh, not happening to just maybe the the guy with the camera and 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 the people that he needed to shoot it everything uh went down dramatically uh there was no outside sessions i worked on my own music and i was able to keep going but shows shows are still like uh shows are are trying to happen but you know it's still it's still really rocky you know i think it'll be maybe uh, some years into the future year or two before everything recovers back to the way it was before but are you comfortable yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm good because I, I was at a point where um what was going on with my career is i was i was coming from producing to doing my own you know my binky womack as, as an artist so i was able to develop my records i mean i, I think i had two or three records during the through the COVID years, at the beginning, in the middle, and at the end. So now this one that's coming out, this is actually my fifth album. So people, they were looking for uh, new music and stuff like that on the internet, you know what I mean? Because you're not out. So people are streaming and they run across stuff. And that's how, uh, you know, people have been discovering my music because they'll see me like today, then I'll go back and say, man, this guy's got some good records, you know? I had never heard of him until today on this show, you know? So, I think my thing is, is is still growing, and once the uh, shows and stuff pick up, yeah, I'll be out there. Okay, that sounds like it's promising. Yeah. Do y'all want me to open it up to the panel yet, or do y'all want me to keep going? Before you do that, um, we're gonna get into one of his songs. Hey, let's go. It's called, it's called "Give Me a Chance." Hey. So give me a chance, Spinky Womack. Mr. Mike L, if you please. 
This is off the last album, uh, Mr. Womack, 2021. Okay. At the height of, at the height of COVID. Oh. <laughs> you, you ready, big brother? Mike, you muted. You muted. While we're waiting for the music, back to, I get one more question in. Uh, <laughs> If you was to choose an instrument to go in to be most comfortable to which you're producing, which one would you choose? Minus the guitar. Minus the guitar. Then I, I play the bass. The bass, okay. <laughs> but it's just like guitar, but easier. Right. I just got to know the bottom notes. Okay, G. C, okay, I got you. Let's roll. That's what's up. You ready, brother? You got it? Yes, sir. Y'all can hear me. All right. You got it, family. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. DJ Mike L. Hello.
Oh man, that was funky. Round of applause. Oh, that oh man. Yeah, so like on tracks like that, I played everything. I start out with the drums, then I play the bass, and I play the oh, keys, you. and I play the guitar. Yeah. Oh that's all me. man, yo, I, I hey, blessings, brother. You are Thanks. the talent. And now we're gonna open it up to the panel or the people that's here, the the the, the, the attendees. Salute to everyone. I appreciate y'all for having me hosting this and to meet this legend. Salute to you, brother. It's a blessing. I want to shut my mouth and let y'all rock. I'm here, though. I'm listening. Would you call like to call somebody from the panel? Me? No, no. It, just jump in if you have any questions or any comments. Or... Let's let's go to BB first. This is her music lounge. Let's, All let's, right, BB. Let's, let's talk to BB. The Blame Princess. <laughs> um. Now I know um, when I when I heard your name when DJ Mike L spoke about you, all he gave was your your name, mm -hmm. and I said, "Is he related to Bobby Womack and the Womack brothers?" And he said, "I don't know. I'll find out." And he found out, he said, yeah. So right then your name is, um, you, can't, you can't deny that. So do people have that effect? Well, do you have that effect on other people? Well, yeah, you know, the name is gonna resonate and people are gonna wonder. And then when they find out, it depends on I mean, you know, everyone's ears ears are different. Uh, a lot of people say I can hear the, um, you know, the connection in his voice or, or or something. So after they find out, it, it kind of, you know, I get mixed reactions. I get people that that think that, you know, um, I'm trying to emulate them, but it's just like, man, these are the people. Like, if, if we made pizza, they would have taught me everything about pizza. You know, they actually set me down, gave me um, guitars as a kid. I mean, most kids would get bikes and skates. I got a guitar, you know, as far back as I can remember. I got records. You know, my uncle would give me, like, you know, stuff to, like, study, listen to the guitar parts on that, listen to the changes. Or, you know, they would we, they'd get together and they say, sing this note. Oh, we're going to make it all right. And then they'd be like, no, you're not, you know, you're just sliding down to the note. You know I mean? It was like, it was like school so it's like the influences i have from them is because like you know like kobe's dad taught him basketball you know uh mayweather's dad taught him how to fight you know and mm -hmm. they taught me you know chord changes and you know how to finger a chord in a gospel way and a, and a circular way or whatever you know it was just working on the inside track okay and um are you okay with um people i guess comparing and contrasting you to them or do you feel like you would rather write your own way well i do write my own way and my way is so vast because it depends what your ex experiences are you know um like when i was doing stuff for other artists nobody knew that it was Binky Womack or whatever, because people don't really get into credits and the album. 
you know, what's going on behind the scenes. And one day my uncle said, man, you need to, you're making hits for all these other cats, but nobody knows who you are. You need to do this for yourself. And I was like, ah, man, I don't like people judging me and all that sort of stuff. And, and then when my uncle passed, I was at his funeral and, and there was people, it was like an eye-opening experience because there were people there from all around the world. And it was people that were pointing things out to me, like like uh, his bass player played with Sly. I can't think of, uh, it's crazy. I can think of his name right now, Rusty. Rusty Hamilton was saying like, see this girl right here? She follows us all around the world. She must be a millionaire. Cause he said, we'll play in, in uh, Amsterdam. She's in the front row. And then in the next week we might be in Sweden. She's there. He said, she follows us all around the world. And I was like, wow, I, I didn't, I knew that they were famous and, you know, people knew who they were, of course, but I didn't know, like, you know, in other countries, you know, like Japan or China, it has the same effect. And one of the uh, industry cats was like, man, you need to take over. You're the last one left. So at that point, it kind of hit me and I just started to, you know, because I always sang demos. My records would be demos. Like if I gave Usher a record, it was me singing originally. And then, you know, they would take me off and, you know, put Usher or whoever it was I was pitching a record to. So I just, now it's like I do the same process, but I, I'm on the record in the final record. You know what I mean? Got it. Okay. Well, that's all the questions that I have for tonight. Uh, Michael, take it away. Okay. Big ups to you. Big ups to you. I like thank, you. thank you for being here. Um, I also like to thank Paul Davis out of Columbia, South Carolina. He turned me on to you. He always, yeah. he always makes sure he he's always bringing me artists, giving me music. So, big shout out to you and him. Big shout uh, out to Paul. So, are, are you? My question, I guess, is: Are you leaning towards um, Southern Soul, or what? What? What genre? do you genre? I you know. When um, when when I make a record, I pretty much just make a record and, and it kind of, it goes where it goes. And because of the way I write, I don't just write like Southern Soul. I love that genre and I could do that all day long, but I would be robbing myself if I just made a full album and it was like 10 Southern Soul records because the records that I do, I mean, they, they go all around the world, you know, in London and Britain and just just everywhere. And it's a certain soul and it's just, I try to make it a Binky Womack record, right? which is just, you know what I mean? If I feel like I, on this one, I'm gonna get really bluesy and down home and, and I'm gonna take it there, then I'll take it there. And if it picks up in the South because they, they love that particular record because records aren't the way they used to be made. You know, you used to make an album and it kind of had a concept or, but now you can make an album and you call it an album, but people, they hear the singles of the record. They don't know what that record is on. They just know they like this record. And that may be on your third or your fourth or your second or your fifth or the new record. But so far, as listening in a whole, not many people listen like like we grew up listening. You know, you got that Earth Wind and Fire, that Prince record, you uh, and you listen to 1999, that that album, you know, from beginning to, to, to end. 
Okay, on that uh, on that, give me a chance video. If you, if if y'all haven't seen the video, y'all need to go check the video out. I I see you rocking them kangos like <laughs> black. I was like, okay, LL. <laughs> that was pretty, yeah. the video was pretty hot though. The the video is pretty hot. Everybody, y'all need to go and watch that video. It's a pretty hot video. Uh, yeah. Let me see. I had another question. What what artists? of today would you like to work with if if you had the opportunity man i like to work with uh daniel caesar her uh bruno uh so, you know those, those are like my, my top top three that kind of stick out in my head right what about a, a, a hip-hop artist like would you, would, you, would, would you work with a rapper though? Yeah, man. I used I used to work with rappers uh, solely. You know what I mean? That was my like I said. That was my first like big industry gig was doing you know uh, rap and hip hop. But the thing about do, dealing with with rappers and stuff like that, if you work for the company, it's different. You know what I mean? They got a, they got a bunch of cats, and you work through the company. And you submit tracks and you do, you know, uh, all the relationships with the rappers are pretty much through the company. That's a different way than if you know the actual rappers and you work with the rappers to the company. Right. The, the difference being is um, they, they're, they're more, in, you have, you're more active in their life. You know what I mean? Like Manny was when he was doing, uh, all the stuff for for uh, little Wayne and them. Yeah. He was right. He was active. So you get you get the fights and the falling outs. You get it's more personal. You know what I mean? More family, like family. yeah, it's more family. Cats fall out with each other, and they like you know choose who you want to work with. And it just gets to be you know that way. But I mean, so far as music, I love doing production, and I could do production for any artist today. But I kind of fell back because of the you know that just the aspect of everything that goes with it right you know a rapper would come to your house if there's three rappers on the record judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And your studio, uh, those three rappers will come to the studio with like 35 people. Wow. (laughs) Everybody's bringing a crew. And I, I've been in sessions with cats like, man, hold on, let me put my gun on the table. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. knife. You know, that sort of stuff. And it's just like, I'm uncomfortable now around that sort of stuff, you know. I, just, <laughs> I know. Who, who can attest to that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you've been around, you, 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 you know what I'm talking about, you know. Right. Okay. So that's that's all I have for you. Uh, we can take it out to be more or even the Houston work. Houston. Anybody else? Who? Who? Joe Storm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. Excuse me, uh, people. I am at work, so if you don't see my face on camera, you know why. Brother Walmack, man, I've I, I just 
discovered you tonight just by listening to you talk in the interview. Well, thank you. Man, I love your family. I'm a major fan of the Walmax. I've been listening like Bobby Walmax for like ever. Yeah. And I'm going to start listening to your music, brother. You got that, that good soul in your spirit. Even though you do different, even though you can do different types of music, I can hear that soul in your spirit. And I can tell it you right from your heart. Thank you, man. Yeah, I, I'm trying to keep it right there. And I'm not trying to chase the, um, you know, chase the bus and, and make it sound like more of, of anything than it isn't. You know what I mean? I want to keep those elements there because I, what I find out is when, like you say, you discover me today and maybe you'll attest to this in the future when we talk again, when you go through and you listen to uh, what you missed and bring yourself up to date on, on my records, you're going to see they're, they're, they're those type of records that are timeless. You know, they they don't sound like, there are certain records I could say, well, uh, yeah, Teddy must have did this back in the 90s or whatever, because it's got that new Jack Swing on it or something. It's just, the records are just good songs and I try to keep the uh, the production of it without time stamping it. Because there's certain elements you can do to time stamp a record, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, from, from just that one record alone and just you telling your journey, you know, I can tell that, you know, I, I'm just glad that there are people out there that are still making good music, man. Because, I mean, I, I can pretty much balance it out with different things, but I love that. I love music that touches your spirit. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. No, that, that was it, brother. Nice to meet you and keep doing what you're doing. You too. Thank you, bro. Okay, we can move it on over to Big Dooley. Is Big Dooley still here? Yeah, I'm here. Big Dooley. One, good two. Evening, sir. How, How are you? Doing? Man, I'm, I'm right. good. Oh. My question is, um, have you ever remade some of your uncle's music? Or oh. Yeah, man. Uh, let me see. I, I redid, I redid, uh, what's that record? Uh, I'm in love. It's a record he wrote, and I think it was recorded by uh, Wilson Pickett. When he went back when he was a guitar player and then he did a version of it. It's just a real soulful ballad. You might not be familiar with it, but it was pretty, uh, pretty big record for him. Um, I think that's the only record of his that I remade that I can think of. Oh, okay. And I did I'm like some versions of some other records, but I, I never uh, like went in studio and recorded them. Just I played them live. You know. Okay, okay. And I'm I'm just like Joe Storm. I'm just learning about you and man, I, I'm a fan. I'm I'm a fan. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. It, it, it's every day. I think that's you know why I continue to to push on because I know, you know, once you know, people are slowly discovering that, you know, the music is out, it's it's still out there and it's still good stuff being made and it's not you know, uh, there was a, a time where it was like people say, are you playing Neil soul or it's, it's to me, it's just it's modern soul. It's just, you know, it's like if Bobby Womack was making records today, this is what you would hear him singing, you know. In his prime, it would be like the stuff that I'm doing now. Yep. Well, salute to you, my brother. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Mm -hmm. 
All right, we're gonna move over to Galaxy A12. If you want to unmute yourself so we can know who you are. A12. Galaxy A12. If not, we're gonna get into another joint. Um, let's play the keep on walking joint. How about that? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's one. Uh, that is off the last Valentino album. Okay. So that's um, two albums ago. Right at the height of pandemic. If you if you watching the video, that's downtown LA at the height of the pandemic, looking like a ghost town, like it's like out of a movie scene. But that's actual city was shut down. That's how shut down it was. Wow. Wow, yeah, I'm watching the video. Oh, well, I'm gonna drop that song again. I'm gonna go ahead on okay. that. Solid. 
Everything you give in. Hey, I'm putting all that in my playlist. Y'all better get with it. <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. That was hot. And I, I see you, you, you is rocking those hats, though. I'm telling you, look, y'all got to check out those videos. I'm telling you, he's rocking in the videos for real. <laughs> it's on you, Hoodle. Um, In that song, you were hitting a lot of pockets that are kind of impossible to hit uh-huh. with those backdrops of the keep on going. Then, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, hey. You, yeah, you really, the, you really got it. Like I call that calling call answers, what they call it. That's the that's, that's that what gospel, that church thing. <laughs> okay, I never knew the name, but yeah, I, that all right, all right. With that being said, I'm going back on. I got one more question for you, though. Before, okay, you know what I'm saying before I mute. Um, did you do everything of that one too? Yeah, yeah. Was that a three three time signature or was that a four four? It was that's a four four, but I think it was like like a swing, like one. I think it was it was four four because I, I don't never record like three four. Even if it's like three four, I just kind of okay. speed it up where it's still four four. But okay. yeah, that was just a one, two, three. Yeah, that's what like I, was like, I was doing. Bounce yeah. the head, boom. Bounce to the head. But it sounds yeah. like it's in some difference. Like it vibes, know. it vibes, yeah. man. You in my playlist, definitely. Check oh, that out. It's going down. I need all that. <laughs> it's going down. Y'all run up this brother here, man. Binky Womack, for sure. Definitely. All right, man. It was a blessing once again. I'm going to shut my mouth. Um, somebody just came in. Um, have a question. F. Nelson, do you have a question? Uh, they left. Oh, they left. Okay. Guess they don't. Okay, but... um. um uh who do i guess you could tell them like where where we're gonna put you know the interview at okay definitely the interview will be on definitely on war stories radio live llc.com and it will also be on iHeartRadio, spotify deezer apple Podcasts, uh ooh, it's a lot cast box google Podcasts. I said iHeart. It's, it's, it's yeah, 11 yeah. different platforms that all of them are going on outside oh, cool. of just here. So, yeah, definitely. So That's what's up. So do you have any any projects? Well, first, before I ask about any upcoming projects, do you, if you weren't an artist, anything that you can foresee yourself doing? Uh, no, <laughs> no, you know, if, if I wasn't doing music, man, geez, I don't know what I would be doing, you know, and my uncle used to say that same thing, you know, um, that if he, if he didn't play music, he didn't know where he would be in life. So I think I just got, just got that. Even if, if I, if I wasn't selling records or performing or I would still be making records for like the neighborhood or something. You know what I mean? I would still probably be the neighborhood hero. Okay. All right. Um, I, I have a question too, and I, I lost it. Um, What's but, it about the upcoming? Yeah. Oh, yeah, upcoming acts. You know what sure. I mean? I've got out, if you look, uh, I did some records with George Clinton. And um, I've been doing some because they have the whole P Funk radio thing going. I told you I grew up with the Sun Trey Luke. We were like uh, school chums for since like man junior high school. 
so there's a group called the P Union, which is a lot of the funk guys, because, you know, George is kind of taking a, he's still out there, but he's kind of taking a back seat. You know, he got, he has uh, grandkids and stuff now. And so we have this group called the P Union. If you look them up, it's just like the P Funk, Parliament Funkadelic, but like 2022, because it's uh, elements of, of, of stuff that's, you know, that's that authentic funk. And but it has some uh, hip hop, well, some rap in it and stuff. And then I have Lisa Love. I don't know if you're familiar with the Lisa Love record. Uh, she sang. We did, I did a remake of um, "Let's Do It Again" by um, the Staple Singers on one of my records, and it that record is still really big in circulation. So I was doing an album on her I just finished, and there's a couple of other just you know. I do some spot stuff, some rap stuff. And like I said, uh, that Death Row project is coming. So there's acts out here that have been developed that, you know, uh, I'm kind of working on some of that stuff. But those are the projects that are out now that you could see me on the, 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 the P Union and Lisa Love. Those records are, are out there now. Okay. Well, Lisa's drops next month. And what is uh, some of your inspiration um, for writing songs? Uh, inspirations usually like, uh, you know, they're uh, relationship inspired, like, you know, it's either going good, it's going bad, or, you know, the dude sees this, you know, girl he wants, you know, it's always that uh, eye candy. And then, I mean, then there's a, there's some social songs, you know, I, I do songs uh, during a whole Black Lives Matter, you know, um, like a, uh, you know, kind of like a Sam Cooke, a change is going to come, those type of records, but like off of, you know, stuff that's going on a day, you know, like I have a, rec a song on this new record about how, how the real heroes never get their, uh, their due, you know, the, the people that are, trying to uh, keep the moral fabric of what used to be going, you know what I mean? The real unsung heroes, you know, we, we're quick to give, you know, the uh, athletes and the musicians and, the, you know, the big money makers, the platform. When there's, you know, the people that died picketing or that was, you know, got chewed up by the dogs, in the marches and spit in their face and you know cats and went to jail just because of the color of skin and stuff just some there, there are some real records in there you know but one thing about the real records is they they will live but they're not like uh they're not chart records i did a duet with this group out of, out of london during the pandemic and the record was grabs uh, uh grab somebody's hand it, it's like one of those records like you know, like, let's, let's set our differences aside. Let's all, you know, and then there's right. one man, I have a song called one man, which is like about is the re re recurring story about, you know, the, the, uh, all the people that are just getting killed by the police or citizens or, you know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. uh, that record always goes because there's always that story. You know what I mean? Okay. But it, but it's not a chart record. So I write about everything, you know. And um, 
and and looking at your life now, what advice would you give someone trying to come up in, in the industry? If you want to come up in the industry, man, uh, there's two ways. One, you have to be willing to work hard or you have to be willing to do anything. Now, when you say anything, what do you mean by anything? Because, okay, you can work hard. I, I heard it, it was someone that said, uh, when the price gets too heavy for what, what they're asking, whether that's a label or, you know what I mean? You have to decide what you're willing to do to get what you want, you know? Some cats are really successful because they're willing to, to do anything. Uh, you, do you think, like, I'm going to say an artist. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to, you know, but you right. know what I'm talking about. It's a new artist. He's a rapper. And when he first came out, he had a hit record. And then he came out like, like okay, this is the real me. And then and the next video he did, uh, you could tell it wasn't written by him because it was too extravagant. So somebody had to give him this idea of, look, you're going to die and then you're going to come down and you're going to go down to hell and you're going to give the devil a lap dance. And he had to say, okay, I'm willing to do that. There's no way you go into a meeting and you pitch that to the record company and they go, hey, that sounds like a great idea. Somebody else had to give him these ideas like, and then we're going to make make you uh, pregnant in this, in this uh, photo shoot. And then we're going to do this. And then when you go on here, then we're going to want you to kiss this guy. No, nobody creates that. You know what I mean? If you tried to do that yourself, you would meet to such resistance to the company. They would say, no, you're going to blow the brand. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. But if they come up with these ideas for you and you're willing to do it, that's what I mean by that, that they can push you to the top. You know, there's a lot of cats. You can tell who has to do the work because the talent will be phenomenal, but uh, people will say, like, I, I, I have uh, musical journalists will say, Binky Womack deserves to be on the top of the, the music scene for what he's doing, but I'm not a guy that's willing to do anything. You know what I mean? Mm. So who that's does, what I was saying. Who, who to speak on that? Hey, speak on it. Huh? I, I just want to salute you, brother, for keeping it. I work hard. Yeah, that's and what work I do. Hard for you. I, that, that's all I have to say. Yeah. Man, salute to you for that, because I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to leave it at that. It's that part. I, I mean, do. don't think people don't say, hey, if you do this and you do that. And I say, no, <laughs> just like just like the uh, uh, vitamin D song. It's like, no, I'm not going to go and tell these people, you need this. I could have said, OK, let's do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So so uh you are not the one to conform to industries. Um no, I, I I'm gonna say like this. I'm open to ideas, but I'm not willing to do anything. You know what I mean? Sacrifice your yourself. Integrity, yeah, my myself. Right. For things that I for things that I don't feel I should have to support, like it's, if it's their idea to support, so, like say there was I was doing a video and it was one of the videos that they were talking about and they wanted to integrate uh, 
Like, you know, say I've been watching. Okay, let me tell you if you guys ever experienced this nowadays, because this is something I never experienced. Yeah, yeah, just, just to let you know, it's recorded. But anytime you want me to stop the recording so you can just, you know, go through. No, 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 because no, this is cool. And if I feel okay. like if I feel like this, there, there may be other people feel like this. You've been watching okay. something on television right now. You're watching it and it's just like a regular show and you're getting into it. And then, bam, all of a sudden it's like they've incorporated um, a same sex love scene or something from two characters right. that you didn't even expect. Like two dudes were playing basketball and they was homies. And then all of a sudden they flipped it and somehow these cats are doing something that you're like, whoa, what, what's going on here? And I'm saying that sort of thing, people want to introduce that sort of thing like into a video is like, okay, well then we can do this and then we'll have like two guys or two girls can, you know, put. and I'll be like, no, let's just keep it like Romeo and Juliet. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I'm not right. just willing to say, okay, well, fuck it. If this is going to make it um, more popular, then I'll, let's do it, you know? Right. So they're just that part. Michael, speak on it. Stand your ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything that he's saying right there is true. Stand your ground. I mean, no matter what, because people, that you know what? They're forcing it on people now. Exactly. And you know exactly what I mean. Like when you, you had to be watching some movie that you never thought. And it's like, like, yeah. like they take these two characters and, and say like, well, you know, like, you know, uh, sea dog and 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 you know uh, another cat from the hood playing ball. Then all of a sudden they looking at each other in glass. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and you like, like, man, that shit. You, did, that you didn't ain't never happen. Yeah. yeah, you didn't expect that to happen because that didn't happen back in the day. <laughs> yeah, that, that don't happen. It's like exactly. You know, they gotta make it like okay, this is every day. You know, it's cool. It's acceptable. Don't worry about it. You know, we just throw that in there. You know. My my uh my homie uh would 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 refer to that as sissy shit. Who go ahead? That is my quote. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> but I'm from the '80s, and I'm not used to that. I apologize. '81. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and it's like now it, it has to be written into everything that we see or everything that we do, and it's just out of the blue. You know what I mean? It's like that's because society wants everyone to be included now. That, that's what I was going to say. They, they have incorporated all that into everything and we supposed to accept it man and, and, and i mean back in you know the day like most of the shows were white right right and how long was it before they at least put one black guy in the show you know what i mean and then that became like okay there was just one black guy in the show or one black girl and so quick they evolved to this other thing where it's just like, they were telling me they were getting ready to do, uh, I think it was Superman or Spider-Man or something. And, and there was, they were writing it into the new Spider-Man, like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is for the kids. So it's just like, okay, do we need the kids to, to go there? You know what I mean? You want to explain this to your three-year-old? You know, yeah, like, see, that's, that's the problem I have with it. They are forcing it on the kids. Yeah. It's going to me. 
But yeah, okay, right? And you go to Sesame Street, so it's just like, okay, now that's just, you know what I mean? It's, it's just that part, so. But to make the whole thing, you know, go back to your question is, yeah, that's what I really meant by you had to be either work hard, you know, and build everything from the ground up, or you just be willing to do certain things because you can see who's out there, you know, just doing things. And believe me, the cat that is doing those things is not the cat inventing these things. Like when you're watching the Grammys and the dude is singing in a ring of fire and it looks like he's uh, singing from the pits of hell, he didn't come up with that and say, hey, you know what I want to do? I want to come, I want to be there. And then I want flames all around me and I want some demons to pop out and this, that. They would shut the cat down, but they would say, look, we can do this for you. And and, and if you say, okay. Speak, Huda. Yeah. They Huda. I, 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 on my uh, show, I talk very passionate about that type of stuff. Uh-huh. And a lot of things that I talk about, people don't feel that I'm being honest. I've even interviewed people that I got flipped out on because they tried to defend it, but they didn't say that type of stuff don't go on. It was more like, that's their decision. If they go with that, that's on them. I never yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's that yeah. part of it. That goes to that question where she says, you know, and it's just two things. You got to be willing to work hard or be willing to do anything. Because if they say, okay, Bing, I want you to come out, sing vitamin D, and you stand in the fire, and we're going to have a big D, you know, floating around the stage. And I go, okay, that's cool. I, I'm with it. <laughs> then, you, then, yeah, that was your decision. You had to answer that because a lot of people, if they say no, then they, you know, uh, move on to the next one that's willing to do something like that, you know? Your, your points are very valid. I just didn't want to overstep with the conversation because I try to be respectful over here on, on my sis platform because yeah. even though I'm a part of it, she, you know what I'm saying? She holds like a standard are, of respect. You are interviewing though. You can you yeah. talk. I'm interviewing, but I'm I, my views. Is, <laughs> you don't want to inject. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's the point. You don't yeah. want people to like you know, pick up on you and be like, oh, I, you know. Oh, no, on my side, I do it. <laughs> oh, we, okay. We're we going to have to do, it. do that. You want to talk rap to here, I can't. We'll do you that. Can edit I, it down. When I bring the rappers, we'll let him just do what hey, he Give do. me the green light, and I promise <laughs> you, I, I'll give a good conversation about <laughs> things like those things. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, but, I just wanted to keep it civil because I know my brother is, he has a lot of people that have been the anythings, but he can't speak on them, but he knows some anybody's that Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And you just don't want to throw yeah, cats out there. there. That's why right. I didn't go into that. Yeah. I know he's still working with people and keeping it, you know, PC, media training. Right, right, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we ain't trying to offend, offend anyone. And we ain't I don't mind, I'm not over here. <laughs> I don't mind offending people. This is people, a, this is a great not. interview. It is. Yeah. He's a great. He, he's a legend already. Yeah, exactly. He don't work with the greats. He. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, the first song that was played, mm-hmm. I could hear being at a cookout, and right. that being played. Right. The auntie got the. You know, what I mean, the drinks going. There's stuff on the grill, like right. the barbecue love. Like yeah. I, you, you got a vibe there too. The hip hop side. Can't wait to dive into it and know more of what you did and. T- you know, like the people right. that you influence, but your music itself, it's a vibe. That's all I can say. It's a dope uh, vibe. And that, that second song that I played, see, oh, I'm, that's one too. I'm, 
Look, I'm playing that one <laughs> next Saturday for my birthday for me and my wife. So we're going to be partying off his music. Hey, uh, happy birthday up. to you early, brother. Thank you. Yeah, happy birthday. Saturday, I'm going birthday. in and nothing but Binky going to be playing. Uh, hey, I got, birthday, a, I, got a, I got a question. Thank you. And it's a question Mike Eldon asked. Uh -oh. Okay. <laughs> do you do you do you do DJ drops? Oh yeah, man. I, anytime anybody asks me for any type of drop, I got you covered. Cool. So you can cool. always uh you know reach out to me uh uh through uh social media or any way you get in touch with me through through these guys or whatever. And yeah, I'll, I'll get a drop right back to you. I can get with Paul Davis and yeah, get with Paul because he often sends me his, you know, stuff. Say, hey man, uh, this DJ needs a drop, you know, and this is his a uh, this is a show, and yeah, I'll, I'll I'll hook it up for you. Yeah, because he he have linked me with a lot of guys. That's actually how I got the Missy Elliott drop through Paul. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mike, yeah, you got a you got a job to do. Hey, I, I mean, hey, I, hey, look, I'm on. I'm not like the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> I deliver. <laughs> I'm gonna send it to your email. Okay. Yeah, this this was this was very dope. Um, Huda, you did a great job. This is this was his first interview. Oh yeah, you can't for, tell that. <laughs> he does interviews, but the first one for the, the lounge. Oh okay. Well, that's what's up. And he's, it, and he's sending it out to all the platforms. That's a plus. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yes, he is. Um, is there any more questions? If not, we're going to let this young man get his rest. All right. Salute. It was a blessing meeting you. I will be following you on all, all your platforms, even the Spotify, all that. I'm going to run you up. I'm going to share you also on the other side. And okay. over here on Facebook, everything. I'm going to follow your social sites. But let the people know before we go where they can find you on social media. Man, I keep it real simple. Binky Womack. You should be able to find me on every platform by Binky Womack. Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, uh, TikTok, everywhere. I just, it'll be Binky Womack. And before we get out of here.
Magic woman, yes, Lord. I'm telling you, next Saturday, my birthday gonna be crazy. <laughs> they, gonna be, they gonna be like, Who is that? <laughs> Who is that? Yeah, I, I guess it I is, man. It's that fan, it's that family stuff. They never know surprises where you gotta run and turn it down real quick, <laughs> right? Right, yeah. But but that's off the new album, that's off the one that's coming out next month. Word. And the last album, I mean, the one that's coming up is called, once again? Whoa Magical. Whoa Magical. Whoa Magical. That's dope. Yeah. Like that's that. dope there. Whoa Magical. Yeah, that's fire. Since you're still recording, I don't know if we still are doing the show. Yes. Oh, I, I didn't know. I'm sorry. I didn't know since you're going to kick me out now. She, she can playing. make them edit. She, 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 she can edit it. Hey, yo, oh man, Philly <laughs> Shell, Philly Shell. He throwing the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is uh, magical. Yeah. Uh, thank you. It has been well magical for real. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you for for coming on. Anything you uh, need us to do, just let us know. And, and vice versa, if you guys need a drop or anything, I come to your town, whatever. Absolutely. Come on to New York. Just let me know. <laughs> North Carolina, we the new movement. Just letting you know. That's where oh. everybody, that's the new home for everybody. Yeah. Paul, Paul, Paul is making it happen. PD. Yeah. The Carolinas. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be sending all the uh, drop requests to Paul, uh, Carolina, uh, Record pool, good well, Columbia record pool. I mean, yeah, okay. Shouts out to 803. You know what I'm saying? Much love, much love. Absolutely. All, all right, y'all. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you all. We appreciate you, brother. Thanks, man. All right.